You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If I can do it at 51 years old with 100 grand a month in passive income, they ain't got no goddamn reason to get their ass out of the house and get going. <laughs> he said you ain't got no excuses. Everybody in real estate, they all kind of go wide, but I'm keep telling people going wide it's not as effective as gold deep. To be my rants and gems. To be my rants and gems. Yeah, I can do it, we discover. He's doing the kings and the queens where the mother lie. We are here today with the man, the myth, the legend. Look, man, if you go to Instagram, you go to TikTok, you're going to see this man right here with his children out in the field. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Tatch Nugent. Welcome to the show, my brother. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on here, you guys. Appreciate it, baby. Let's bring this. Look, man. <laughs> Look, Let's he, do it. he coming here with the energy. You got oh, me man. high right now. Right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Look, man. So, Tatch, you've been in the industry for 30 plus years. Um, I want to get right to the point, right? Because you've been through cycles and everybody's right. everybody. Cycles, just so you know. You've been through four cycles and everybody is scared. And I'm pretty sure your DMs and emails are blowing up, especially from your students, from your your followers. Do you think the real estate market is going to crash, Tatch? I think it's being adjusted. And I think it is uh, not going to crash, but I think it is being adjusted to slow down the progressionness of this craziness mm -hmm. you know it's not sustainable they said they trying to stabilize it is what i'm saying right so you know if you've been in the business long as me i've seen it when i started real estate in 1991 interest rate was like 12 13 14 percent mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and when you're talking about six percent or 5.5 today it ain't a big deal it's not not at it's all restrictive you see what i'm saying so when you look at it from three to five, people go, we're about to crash and burn, right? But when you look at it from my perspective, like, you know what? We're stabilizing to a healthy, normal market. Mm. Look, and I think people forget that, right? 2017, 18, 19, rates were going between four and a half, five and a half percent. 
You know, right. so for me, I think, especially with the, the younger generation, they just only remember anything pre-COVID, no one remembers. Right. right? <laughs> I think the world yeah. just started in 2020, right? <laughs> so, like, it's crazy. I'm like, look, you guys should have bought real estate while I was there because it's all about the timing. It's not when you're ready. You got to time the market and you got to jump on it while the opportunity is there. So what advice would you give to these these new folks that's looking to give, get into the business on buying real estate in this yep. type of market? Don't worry about trying to save $5.50,000 when you're playing a long game. Because 20 years ago, when you look back, the market gone up so much, $5.50,000 looked like pennies. Facts. Mm. Now, that's a that's a big gem. I think that so many people are out here looking for a huge deal or afraid to just pay yeah. what the market demands. And right, right now you right. hold 100 rental units. Right. And your 100 goal, plus, yeah. 100 plus, your goal is to get to a thousand investment properties. Right. So what is your strategy right now while you're shopping and navigating this market to get to that number? So for me right now, I I do residential and I also do commercial. Mm -hmm. Um. I do, I, I buy houses still today. I rehab them and a lot of big city right now, firstly dense city like Seattle, LA, even a lot of places in the uh, in East Coast where they are allowing people to put ADUs in the backyard. Mm -hmm. So that's how you can get multiple property on one single family lot. So I'm doing a lot of that. I'm rehabbing, I'm building Godu and I'm keeping those for rentals. So I'm turning one house and putting two, three, four, five houses on one lot. And then I'm building regular row houses, what you see in New York and, and, and San Francisco. And then I'm building large apartment building. So when I count 100 doors from a lot of you guys I know, it's sometimes a lot of people count the door, I count the property. Mm. 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 So you have 100 okay. properties, which could be, which one property, like you said, could be four, four properties so into I one. Property, I got a property in Oakland right now. I just said it built as 100 units. Wow. Wow. I got wow. a property right now, I'm building right now. You probably see on Instagram. Where it's one property, but it's thirty-five apartment units. Wow. wow! So Seattle doesn't the zoning laws. It sounds like the zoning laws are really developer friendly out there. It ain't friendly, you guys. There's a you know we're 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 a, we're a state where you know it's it's not advocated. You know what I mean for the proactive people. You know what I mean. Mm. I leave it like that, right? So they make it difficult for developers and entrepreneurs out here in Seattle. But you know what? I live here, so I ain't gonna move. So I just gotta have to flow with it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and you know what? I think that's what most people make mistakes, right? They're trying to go against the current, right? You just gotta flow with it because real estate yeah, is not that difficult. What am I do? Pack up or go somewhere else? You're gonna deal with another bullshit when you get to another city. That's a fact. Everybody got their bullshit. Right. Everybody, God, everybody. You know what? I just learned how to deal with it, flow with it, and make the best of it. You know what? And the good thing about Seattle, it might be an expensive city to invest in. But the appreciation, right, and the cash flow and the higher rent, hand down, can't hard to beat it. Damn. So you got you're getting the best of both worlds there. You get That's the right. cash flow, you get the appreciation value, and you're not afraid to go against go go with the flow and just stand your stand your ground, right? The good so, thing about people, big city like Seattle, they pro advocate on trying to help create more affordable housing. That's why they change zoning. But you can get five houses on a five thousand square foot lot. Wow. Damn. You know what I'm so, right? <laughs> yo, wow. that just sounds crazy to me. That sounds insane. F five houses on a, that's like a 50 by 100 lot. Bro, I just bought a lot, 60 by 100, and I'm putting six 1,000 square foot cottage on it. 
and uh, a thousand square foot college, I could rent it off a three grand a house. Damn. What? And how much did you pay for this house? I paid um, 600 and um, this for the lot. I got to tear the lot down, right? Uh huh. I paid uh, 640000 for this for the lot only. And then we built from there. Now, mm. how much does it cost to build something like that? Uh, it costs about two hundred fifty to two hundred seventy-five thousand a square foot to build a house. Okay. So you know we're gonna be all in. Each unit's gonna cost me about probably a uh, thousand square foot. It's gonna cost me about four hundred and twenty-five, four hundred fifty thousand. Wow. But each one of those units gonna be worth probably like you know six fifty. Oh wow! So Damn. Like, you know, that's like four hundred grand profit per house. Damn. That's a that's a big flip. That's what I'm saying. But you know I'm gonna build these. I'm going to keep them all as rental property, but that's the event. And in Seattle, we double in value every seven to eight years in value. Double. Double. Damn. So Seattle sounds... Rapidly in Seattle. So Seattle sounds like a market that a lot of us real estate investors need to start going out to because no one really talks about Seattle. No. The only thing about Seattle is you got to have money to actually play the game. Because when you're buying a property for 600 grand, you got to put 20% 20 down just Mm -hmm. to buy the dirt. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right? Compared to like Cleveland, some of my other friends, they can buy a whole fourplex, you know what I mean, for 150 grand. Right. Damn. See? Damn. I, I did not know Seattle, you could make this type of money. I didn't even know the ADU laws was that lenient out yeah. there because I think that has to be one of the most progressive states that I've heard. You know, I know Georgia, um, where Kiana is based, they now changed the laws, I think, on the beginning of this year. Where yes. you, add, you could add like two, I guess, ADUs. Uh-huh. Like two that. ADUs. But you guys can add up to five. Like, what's the zoning laws like? Because you say you got a 5,000 square foot lot. You can put five buildings on there. Like, right. does each house have to have a 1,000 right. like, square footage per so house? There's three, so there's three different types of zoning right now, or multiple. The lowest density is for, uh, it's called SF5000, single family 5,000. You need, you need 5,000 square foot to put one primary house. Okay? Now... On a single family, if the lot big enough, let's call it a 5,000 square foot lot. Like I just bought a single family lot, zone single family, not zone townhouse. And it's a 5,500 square foot lot. I'm putting a 1,700 square foot primary. Then I'm putting a, I'm putting two 1,000 square foot dadu next to it on a 5,500 square foot lot. Wow. Damn. See? That's the, that, and that's the low density. When I go up to high density, like in the townhouses, on a 6,000 square foot, I just bought a property. It was 7,000 square foot lot. For one million dollars for this land, and I'm putting eight townhouses on it, and the average unit is going to be fourteen hundred square foot each. And how much rental? <laughs> oh, those are thirty five hundred in the door all, all day. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> that what? is insane. Thirty five hundred a door all day for a single fourteen hundred square foot house. Oh yeah, that's a hot market. Yeah, you're blowing my mind right now. This is a yeah, hot market. Yeah. So for hey, you, I miss you guys coming to Seattle so y'all can come tour this, man. No, we, look, look, Tatch, we're definitely coming we're to Seattle this year. We're on the way. We couldn't make it this month, but I, we wanted to still have this conversation with you. And it's going to be great for our audience to, you know, watch yeah. and listen to this now and then see us out there with you in the field later on in the year. Because, look, you, you got my mind going right now. Yeah. And look, L.A., California, they got the same law now happening because the more dense the city is, the more the city will upzone it. Mm. So as things get tighter, they'll upzone it, upzone it, upzone it. You know what I mean? When I showed this to my boy Cliff Avo, he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> nah, this is this is incredible. Right. It's incredible. So for you, I want to know, 
Like, we know that you got your real estate license while you were working at a Chinese restaurant. And, like, you were just basically knocking on doors every day. And you just kind of built your business brick by brick, right? Can you give us some, like, advice about, like, people that want to just jump into this market? Like, what advice would you give them? Because, you you know, you took your time and you own your own firm. That's right. So I would say if anybody got to jump in this market, number one, you got to really know your market. If you say you got to jump in the Seattle market, know your market in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Know what homes are selling for. Well, how long it take it on the market? How long is it taking to sell a property in the market? You know what price point? You know what I mean? Is selling faster than others? You know what demographic is buying in what type price point? You know what neighborhood work better for renter? What neighborhood work better for flip? Right? And then on top of that, know your zoning. Right? Know what is the 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 the, the new sliced bread in Seattle? So if you was coming to Seattle, I would say to you, the new sliced bread in Seattle is to buy old houses, rehab, and put ADUs on them. Mm. You see? So when you know that, then now you are tunnel vision, and then you be an expert at that. Everybody in real estate, they all trying to go wide, but I'm keep telling people, going wide is not as effective as knowing what you're looking for and then going deep. Mm. Mm. And that's what I'll say. Know your market, know your zoning, and be a niche and a specialist on that and go deep. We're just trying to do everything. When you try to do everything, you don't get nothing. Agreed. Look, you get headaches and then you get people have analysis paralysis. They don't go never execute. So I mean I think what and you're you saying. You lose your true. money and your investors' money. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. Big fact. They lose everybody's money because they're trying to do too much. They're trying to bite off more than they could chew. And you know what the worst thing they lose? Is they lose peace of mind. Oh, that's man. just basically. Mm. Let me tell you something. That's the best piece of advice you've said. Like, peace of mind is priceless. And I saw you, like, I see you on TikTok and I see you with your family and you're giving them the rules to success and just basically how to scale and how to live their life. Um, Because you you don't, if you don't mind sharing that with our viewers, like, your rules to success and just really building and scaling. Yeah. If you were to ask me when I was, you know, I'm 50, I'll be 52 pretty soon here. If you were to ask me, even in my 40s, Right? That's not that's only one decade ago. Mm-hmm. I would have said success is about how much money you have, how many things you have, how many nice cars you got, how many trophies you got, where you rank in real estate, right? Where you rank on social media, mm-hmm. right? If you ask me today, I would say success is about balance. Because mm-hmm. you know, everybody gotta deal with family, wealth, health, well-being, energy. Friends, business, right? So my my definition of success today is about learning how to keep all those in harmony and balance. About fam- success is about family. Yeah. Success right. is about peace of mind. Success is about business. Success is about you know growing, right? Um, you know, and and for me, if if success is all about money, why is there so many rich people out there that we and I both all of us know they got everything they wanted, but they also still on, you know, what I call fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree right? with that. It's an internal thing more than an external thing. No, I agree with that 100%. You know, right. everybody's always too busy chasing, 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 and right. not taking time to smell the roses. And especially when you have family. Look, I've been the person, honestly, 
Like I have tunnel vision sometimes and I'm right. focused on getting to this bag and you forget about your kids sometimes. You forget about right. your family. You forget and to be so present. what's crazy is when you chase after that bag, when you get there, you go, oh, it's not big enough. Let me chase after the next bag. And Ooh. the problem with that rainbow, it never ends. It never ends. You keep chasing. Like there's a meme that I saw on the internet one time where they had the bag of the, running. The yes. guy was running after the bag. Then he turned into a skeleton and fell into the grave. And when I saw that, I said, wait a minute. That hit me personally because I said, you know what? It's time to like really have some balance and just really focus on the family just as much as I focus on my business. Absolutely. I have a that says this, you guys. Be grateful and satisfied with where you at and eager for more. Be Love grateful that. and satisfied for where you at. Most people always chase it out eager for more, but never grateful and satisfied with what already got. Mm. Right? And the fastest way to get to where you want to go. You do it all without breaking a sweat. And you do it all in style. From being a boss exec to getting the kids ready for school, checking homework, family dinners, lunches and brunches with your day ones, trips to the salon, and weekend getaways are anything but a getaway. That's why Infinity fully reimagined the QX60 to help you conquer it all with ease. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. Even when you have back-to-back -back conference calls on top of the kids' basketball practices, not to mention your side hustles, it's all done with grace. The all-new Infiniti QX60 has available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats. It's the SUV designed to help you conquer life in style. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. To really focus and appreciate what's already as a blessing in your life already. Absolutely. That's how you actually pour nitrous on where you want to go. Man, I love that. I love yeah. that. That's a that's a good that's a good gem right it's there. It's an amazing gem. And I think for you, what I wanted to ask you, so now do you feel like creating passive income and buying these properties, that's your like that's going to that leads to more peace because now it's more passive than, you know, active working income? Yeah. So today, you know, um today I do it for the fun of it. Okay. Because, you know, I my house is paid off. Pretty much most of my stuff is paid off. You know, like my personal house, everything. Because my mantra is, we got to get a home base paid off. Mm. Right? Right? I, people always try to leverage everything. You know what I mean? My, my personal house is all paid off. You know what I mean? A lot of my personal, like my living expenses and my business expenses, it's about 25 grand a month. Okay. Very little. You know, and I, you know, I got the most expensive car you can get. You know, like multiple cars. Yeah. The house of labor, we, right? we, see, we, we see you we out see, there every we year. See, we, see <laughs> you, we see how you're rolling. <laughs> Where I live in Seattle is one of the second richest zip code, most expensive zip code in Seattle, right? But 25, 30 grand is what it'll cost me to live for my personal business and my bit and my my personal life, my business life. But just in rent, I get 100 grand plus a month is in rent in cash flow, not alone the income I make. And so today, why I do it because I love the chase. Mm. Right? Tony Robbins taught me a long time ago. He says, live a life of Kanai, C-A-N-I, and it stands for constant and never ending improving. Mm. I right? love that. So I, I today, what I, why I do what I do at 51 years old is I want to continue to keep growing and improving and be more efficient. And I want to inspire my kid to see their dad teaching them, but not sitting on the rocking chair pointing at him, but I'm on the field with them and playing with them. 
Mm. And I saw they actually respect you. My pop 50, and he's playing with me, mm. right? And that's how I actually inspire my kids. I inspire my students, and I, I inspire others out in the world because the 51-year-old guy is still out there door knocking, still out there cold calling, still out there mailing out, looking for deals every day because it's my way to keep me growing and keep me, you know, Warren Buffett. I'm, I'm part of Warren Buffett's uh, investment group. Oh. And Warren Buffett and, and Munger, they're 90 years old, and they're sharp as a knife. Yeah. Why? Because they constantly keep learning and keep reading and keep expanding. So that's why I do it. And the second reason why I do it is to inspire other people. If I can do it at 51 years old with 100 grand a month in passive income, they ain't got no goddamn reason to get their ass out of, out of the house and get going. <laughs> Look, Tatch, yo, look, man, I'm loving what you what you cooking up, baby. Tatch, let's go, baby. He said you ain't got no excuses. Look, get off your ass and get to the bag. Basically, it don't matter how old you are. That's it. Or how broke you are. We're all starting at zero every day, anyway. For me, when I wake up in the morning, you guys, I have my mindset saying I'm starting at zero myself. That's the only Mm. way I can motivate myself to get going. Otherwise, I can get complacent real fast. Oh, yeah. You know, I was going to ask you that, right? You're making 100000 a month passively. Mm-hmm. You're probably making $100K a month, you know, working <laughs> and earned income, right? And you're just still... So you know, just so, and I'm not saying it's to brag anyway. No, we want to hear the numbers. Make a million dollars a month and earn income. A million dollars a month and earn income. Let's talk about these sources. Where is this money coming from? You Ooh. got your real estate um, brokerage, right? Yep. You have your... Um, flips. I have my residential business. Uh huh. I still help people buy and sell real estate. I still flip houses, and I still build houses to sell. Right. Um, I get my cash flow. I get my coaching business. I get affiliate money. I get uh, 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 sponsorship money. All that kind of stuff. Man, a million dollars a Man. month in earned income, and a hundred k passively. Listen. Look. That, you just doing all every day, three, four hours a day. You just gave us the blueprint. Let me get up. <laughs> okay. Let me get up. Look, hey, man, y'all, man, man. Yo, Believe me, anybody at my level, they be sitting back, relaxing, man. We start at zero every day over here. Look, I love oh, that's everything you're saying right now. You said we start at zero every day. Every don't day. get, don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. Yo, what gives you this motivation, man? Because yes. you're making, look, I'm not going to hold you up, Tatch. If I'm making a million dollars a month, I may not be talking to you right now. I might be, <laughs> I I might be in Texas and Caicos. I'm not even going to lie to you right now. Listen, man, I already know, dude. I know so many cats that only get even a quarter. What inspired me, I'm telling you all right now, is everything I do is to inspire and empower people to reach for the golden dream and see that anything is possible by me sharing my own story and journey. And that's why I'm here. Wow, man. And it's not for the money. You know what, though? It's not, even, it's not always about the money. Because even for right. you, like, we know that at one point you were homeless. Right. And you had, like, a family sponsor your entire family to yep. live, live in a shelter. And that's why you're really big on philanthropy. So when you're talking about these numbers, this million dollars a month, people yep. need to know that, you also started from a, a space that you didn't know, you didn't get any handouts. Humble beginnings. Very humble beginnings. So, like with Seattle ranking the third largest homeless population, what do you think about that? And are you going to help with that solution? Thirty percent of my rental property, I rent home to affordable housing families. Wow. Mm. A lot of people don't even know that. Uh, if you look up, if you punch in in, Google, in YouTube, um, 
uh, the American, and you punch in Good Morning America, American Dream, you see they did a whole clip on me on Good Morning America on being um, nominated for the American Dream Award wow. for a guy to actually provide houses for uh, a less fortunate family. A wow. whole, the whole, whole thing. And 30% of my portfolio is for, I work with nonprofit in Seattle and I rent the home to a nonprofit and nonprofit will basically get section eight and then they will put their family that come through homelessness and but the section eight will pay me. Wow. Like that. That's, That's a cycle. Amazing. That's a cycle. Wow, I love that. Me too. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, if you just check out, go to YouTube and just punch in Good Morning America, right? Uh, Thatch win and you see it. Man, that's 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 huge, man. So, like, for new developers, would you recommend them follow your footsteps with, with, with carving out affordable housing? Because most developers, they just want to get to that bag. They want that's that it. money right away. So would you recommend doing, you know, affordable housing too? Even if you're going to make less money, less profit? I would say, number one, first of all, stabilize yourself and your family first. Mm. Self-preservation. Right? And, and then after you do that, then I think that depending on what type of product you build, you can't build a million-dollar house and expect to rent that out to affordable housing. So a lot of the stuff I rent out are small townhouses and small apartment buildings. You know what I mean? Um, and and the thing is, when you rent to Section 8, you're not, you're not giving up rent that much lower. Because Section 8 pay you market value for it, but through vouchers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or assistant. You know what I mean? Right. It's just the family are getting it at a discount because, you know, I mean, the government is assisting their rent to the landlord. I love it. I love yeah. it. So, yeah. so it's a win win. Are you still managing agents? Uh, Realtors? I, I, my, I have my family that does property manager that mm -hmm. manage pretty much all my property today. So all I, my job is my job is to go find property and then basically buy it and develop it out. Or rehab it out and, and then turn it over to them when I done doing it. Okay, so your family does all your property management, which is which is great because now you're hiring your family, right? And, give, right. and teaching them the business. But what yeah. about your real estate brokerage? Are you still hiring and, and recruiting agents to join your firm? Um, I don't I don't hire much anymore because I want to keep my business lean. But I now that's why I created the coaching business because I can teach them how to do it versus them working underneath me. I don't have to babysit them. If they want to do it, great. If they don't want to do it, it's on them. I love that. I love that. I mean, let me <laughs> tell you something. That. And speaking from a broker's perspective, I have my own real estate brokerage, and I went from last year, five agents. Now I have 32 agents. And I'm sitting here like, how did that happen? But yeah. at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I do have an online coaching, and I get what you're saying. You get to a certain number, and you got to kind of... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? 
outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Take a step back because people do people stuff. People do people stuff. People do people stuff. People do people shit. And you be held liable as the broker because every single contract, everything they do is really under your name. You're the lot and you're held liable for their actions. So I see why you want to keep it lean, but your coaching program, I know you are pushing out some millionaire ideas with that coaching program, right? I am. See, for me it's this. I'm 51 years old. And I realize my time on the earth is shrinking. Mm. And so what I don't want to do as I get older is to put more on my plate. Mm. I want to take more off my plate. Because what's the purpose of us working when we're younger to get that bag, right? And then when you get older, you don't have time to enjoy it. You get sick and then you die. What's the purpose? Yeah. So we got to go get that bag, set yourself up so that when you get older in the 50s and the 60s, you get to enjoy all that hard work. The problem with people, they, they think working hard, flipping houses as hard work. It is. But the problem is if they don't set themselves up so that they can stop working that hard when they're in the 50 and the 60, they're going to have to keep flipping houses. And what's the purpose? Keep making money. You're going to get sick and ill when you're 60 and 70 that you're never going to enjoy your money anyways. Mm. Perspective. See, that's what people don't get. If you're going to work hard and young, work hard, stack your money, park some of that money in rental properties. So when you get to the 50 and the 60, you can take the shit off your plate. You don't have to run that much on the treadmill like most people. And then you can enjoy the money you made. Otherwise, why even bother working? Agreed. All these years are anyway. So that's why for me, I don't want a lot of agents because it's just putting a lot on my plate. I got to deal with, you know, this stuff. And I make way more money in real estate investing, right, than having 5, 10, 15 agents. Because then they slow me down anyways. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you A, B, C, D, F, G. If you do it, you're gonna be reward you're gonna get rewarded. If you don't do it, you're gonna have you're gonna suffer. But at least they're not making decisions underneath my name that just bogging me down. I love it. Look. <laughs> you're giving me some insight you're speak, too. You're speaking you're speaking the language, but it is it's it's great insight. People have to know that, in, especially in this digital world. And you still love the chase. See, when you yeah. still love the chase, you 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 got a fire to find the deal because you still enjoy the chase. You enjoy the thrill of the sale. See, people that are really good at sales, you enjoy doing it. Yeah. yeah. That's why you, you do it. You enjoy it more than the money. The money yes. is secondary from the chase. Uh-huh. Agreed. Right? And you just gotta love it. That's why I said for anybody new or listening, you gotta know why you want to get into real estate investing. And you gotta really associate what does owning rental property and having cash flow really mean to you. For yeah. me, what it mean for me was is to retire my mom and dad so mm. they don't ever have to work anymore. Love it. And that was the association. 
And that driv- drove me to get the number of door and then I actually retired my mom and dad before my dad passed away from cancer. Mm. Mm. And today, what drive me today, right, to get in that passive income is my next generation, which is my kids mm. and everyone following me. And that's why what keep me motivated to go out there and look for a deal and chase, go out there to chase is for my kids and everyone who follow me. And that's my burning fire every day to get up in the morning, starting at zero. So let me ask you, <laughs> I, I, like as a Drop parent, I, I love that. But as a parent, right, I have a 16 and a 14-year-old. I have a 7-year-old too. But for the teenagers, right, how do you how do you get them motivated the way you have your kids motivated? Your kids are hustlers just like you. And now my children are hustlers too. But sometimes I got to, man, I got to like, it's like pulling teeth sometimes. <laughs> like, come on, like, what are you doing? Like, like chop, chop, let's go. So like, yeah. what are three tips that you can give for parents, yeah. right, to get their kids um interested Uh-oh. in the real estate business correct man i i, I did this i i answered this question one time on social media man i think we had like 10 million views on this on this comment okay look my kid you know they're not they they they're not a hundred percent hustler as much as i would like them to hustle and my wife came and i realized my kid might never be a hustler like me mm. if i'm gonna spend one to ten i'm a ten right now they're probably a five and a six and you know what? They might never be at nine and a 10. I just got to accept that. But I'm going to tell you the first thing about if you want to teach your kid how to be a hustler. And this one comment really broke the internet. <clears throat> we got to stop making it easy for our kids. Agreed. Mm. We got to actually let them burn their hand on the stove so they know it feel like to burn their hand on the stove. Parents, we got to stop making it easy for our kids. We got to stop doing things for them. We got to actually make it easy. We got to let them suffer. And we got to let them basically learn how to figure out the solution and figure it out. The problem we jump in, we give them all the solution, all the answer, and they never have to think. So we never let them check, touch the stove. Oh, but that's, that's what we came to America for. So we can actually make it, you know, make work hard we make money so we can give it to your kid. No. <laughs> <laughs> I told my kid, when I die, they're going to get a small percentage of my fortune. And the rest, I'm going to use it to make the world better. Oh, wow. Mm. So my kids, now until the time I die, they got to learn how to make their own money. Mm. Because if I give them 100, 200, 300 million when I die, and they never learned it, all they're going to do is burn up my money anyways. Facts. True. Facts. Okay? And so, no, I didn't come to America to work hard so I can then make it easy for my kids. I came to America to work hard so I can have a good life for myself. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to teach my kid how to do it, right? And if they don't want to learn, they're going to have to touch the stove and go broke until they wake up and go, help me. Mm. And the problem with all minority family, I notice, they make it easy for their kids and they try to save them. If you want to grow your kid to have some grit, let them fall on their face, let them burn their hand, and then they will go, Dad, I'm ready. Yes. I like that. I agree with that. That's a never in the battle in my house. I'm not even going to hold you up because I'm more like, look, I come from the projects. I I had to fend for myself. My pops didn't teach me nothing. Everything I learned was on my own. And, uh, you know, their mom is more like, well, 
they, it should be easy for them, right? Yeah. Let's make it work for them. I'm like, no, hell no. This is my money. <laughs> <laughs> They're broke. They're broke roommates. They're right. <laughs> nothing else. I'm the one who got the money, not them. Okay. So I agree and with everything still, you're saying. We still provide for our kids a necessity, right? Well, my kid want to go buy some dunks. They're going to have to come up with their own money. Mm. Like my 16-year-old kid, Russell, he just turned 16. And I told him, you make money on your washing dryer machine. You and your brother make $1,000 every single month. Right? If you want, I'll make a deal with you. If you buy the car, I pay half of the payment, you pay the other half, and you'll pay half of the insurance, you pay the other half of the insurance. If you were to do that, right, you can go buy the car. So he ordered, you know, he ordered a, a, a new Tesla, which is like 45000 The payment is like 500 bucks a month. He paid 350 I paid 250 Bam. Right? So I'm teaching him a lesson. You see what I mean? Yeah. Right? He got to so work. That's what I'm saying. Now, I got enough money to pay cash for the car, but I ain't going to make it that easy for them. <laughs> no, I love that. You got to make them earn their stripes. You got it. No, I love that. Go ahead, Q. And you know what I'm thinking as you're speaking? What's going to happen is when you do leave them with some money or when you do give them some money, they're going to know how to flip it and they're yeah. going to know how to manage it and they're going right. to understand how to run business. What That's happens right. is we don't teach how to run business. So you get a lump sum of money. I remember when I was a child, my aunt got like a lump sum of money didn't understand how to run business, didn't understand money, and blew through the money in one year. Mm. Blew through right. all of it. And it happens right. so often in minority families. So what you're saying is true. Like, let's make sure that we teach them, and you can only really learn by doing. That's right. And we only can teach the student when the student is ready. Facts. Mm. That's a fact. You can lead the horse right? to water, you can't make him drink. Correct. And the best way to lead that horse to water is you let them freaking die from thirst, from 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 thirst, and then they come <laughs> find the water. <laughs> I love parents, it. Parents, I know what they're What they do with the kid? The horse is getting, you know, thirsty. They go run, find the horse, give him the water. I said, let the water find the water. Let the horse go find the water. I love it. All right. So, how do you feel about your kids going to college? I'm a big advocate of college, even though a lot of people on social media said don't go to college. But I'm gonna tell you why. I think going to college, beyond college, number one. They get to go out there and have time to find themselves and find their purpose mm. outside of their parents' house. Mm. Number two, they get, to go, they get to go out there and get to meet and network with a lot of different people Agreed. that could actually be the person that helped them with any opportunity, right, out mm -hmm. there, right? Four, that after college, they might find out, you know what, I really want to do real estate. So I don't really care if my kid go to college Right. And be a doctor or be whatever. I want them to go to college. Right. Because my kid already told me they want to be real estate investor. But I told them, look, I want you to go to college and I want you to go out there and go take business school, economics. You know what I mean? Learn all that. But beyond that, I want them to go out there and have some time to go find themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. Go network, meet people, because it's the networking, the meeting people and the time to ask them to, them to actually go and find themselves. It's beyond college. I don't really care if they actually get anything out of college. Mm. But it's, it's that. It's the, I like that. Oh, I yeah. like that. I agree with that. Like, that was a great, I mean, that's a wonderful, people say, oh, you didn't need to get a college degree to be you a know? real estate broker. But I can tell you the time I spent at college, it taught me the people skills and it taught me how to get in different rooms and speak to different people. And I think sometimes if you go straight from high school into entrepreneurship, you, you miss a huge gap. 
And um, that gap of time is finding yourself and identifying how what what you like, what you dislike. So I think that it's a great tool to have, no matter what, whether you decide to be an entrepreneur or not. So I'm glad that you put that perspective out there because I went to an HBCU, and I still feel like you know we still need colleges, and I think as many people are going more and more into entrepreneurship, they're diminishing. Um, the value of having a college education and oftentimes is not just the education, it's the college experience. That's it. The experience is what I want my kid to have. I don't care to come back with no degree. Mm-hmm. But the experience, but in the experience, you're gonna come back with a bigger degree than college degree. Look, let me yeah. tell you, I'm one of those kids who went to college and I ain't got no degree. But that experience was life changing for me and some of my best friends to this day I met in college. So I one thousand percent agree. Talking about bro, yeah. that's exactly what I'm talking about. Now, if your family ain't got no money to have you send your kid to college, that's a whole different story. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. If you get the means to get them to go, let them go have that experience because that experience yeah. will help. Give them time to form their mind because let's be honest, you don't know nothing when you get out of high school. That's Matter a fact. fact. One of my mentors told me a long time ago, he said, Man, you don't know shit until you hit 50. And I was like, Man, you do. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, when I broke 51, I said, Man, that cat was smart. I just now beginning my life now. Oh, wow. Man, that's a big gem. So let me ask you licensed real estate professional, right? Um, mortgage broker, real estate brokers. Like, how important is it for us, licensed professionals, to use social media to market and brand ourselves? Thousand percent. Because a they, lot of agents and mortgage guys, they hate going on social media. Oh, they, yeah. They're too busy to actually to go on social media. And I'm like, how are you too busy? It's 24 hours in a day. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, so how important it is? Because your brand has exploded over the past two to three years, especially during the pandemic. And I'm pretty sure that's brought you millions of dollars in right. revenue also. So how important right. is it for you to use social media as a tool to grow? Listen, for the people that don't take advantage of social media... Right? It's just their mindset. Mm. It's just old school mindset. Oh. You know what I mean? I remember the first time when, when we had a we had a phone. Yep. Right? And I'm like, oh my God, it's so difficult. You know what I mean? Right? Everything is online now. Yes. Right? Why would you go pay people to why would you go pay media company to advertise when you can create your own media company? Oh, I don't have time. No, that's just right, that's just your excuse because you don't want to do it, you don't see the benefit. Mm-hmm. But you got time to do everything else, right? So it's super important. My tip for people out there is when you're on social media, you got to spend 75% of your time inspiring people, educating people, and giving them tips about your business on social media. And the other, seven, and the other 25% can be personal. Most yes. people got it backward. They spend 75% of their time videotaping. They're in Las Vegas shaking their nice-ass booty. (laughs) 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 But it doesn't doesn't represent a brand. Facts. Oh, man. You know, that's so crazy. I hate when I see realtors, right? They're a realtor and and their name and their bio and everything like that. But I'm swiping through the page like, where's the closings? Where's the education? Where's the clients? But they're shaking their ass in Vegas. My stuff. 75% of my video and stories are always educating, free stuff, inspiring people, giving tips. And the other 25% is personal. Family, kids, cars, traveling, eating with the family, yada, yada. Because when people think of that, they don't think about 
you know what I mean, personal. They think about real estate. Exactly. But they associate, he's a man, he's a real estate businessman that's committed to his family too. Mm, exactly. Facts. And I love I, it. I, you know what? It's crazy. I tell Matt I have this formula, and I've been giving you this yeah, formula. I've been yeah. I've been running this formula on my page since me and Matt met, because I recognize that you gotta give them a little bit of personal because they gotta know that you are a human being, That's and people it. people buy into people more than they buy into the service. So they want to know like. How are you married? Do you have a dog? Do you have a child? Whatever. Like, they want to know enough about you to feel personable, but they really want to know the knowledge. And it's crazy you just said this. Me and Matt was just talking to each other the other day, and we're like, we got to get back to our roots where we were always sharing education. Yep, I'll right. share houses and I'll share closings. Right. I slowed down on the educational videos, and I don't right. even have a reason why. I don't even yeah. know why. We just, we, just, we just get lost. Right? Yeah. We just get lost in the plan, the action of, of the brand. If you are going to pay a big media company to do it, they're going to tell you 75% of your time should be giving tips, information, inspiring people around the business that you want everybody to know you're in. Yes. Nah. You see what I'm saying? That you're in. Right? So I tell all my students, 75% of your time, you guys should be out there filming. You're buying a property, you're rehabbing a property, and you're looking for these type of property. Agreed. Agreed. Okay? So right. what, do you, what do you see yourself in the next five years in this real estate business? That's a good question. So I'm 51 years old. My next 10 year, it's funny you ask. This is my 10 year letter. Okay. Oh, right. I love that. You got a 10 year letter. I got a 10 year. I write, I write these every 10 year, every 10 year, every 10 year. Okay. So for me, everyone listening, at the beginning, you want to write your one year goal. But once you get going now, you want to write 10 year goal because you know why? One year, five years go by too fast. Mm. Okay, you really want to look out there and work out there working backwards, 10 year and backwards, okay? Because you need time for it to happen. So 10 year backwards. So this is my goal, right? Look, 2028, right? And look what I've written it. I've written it in 2017. Mm. Wow. Okay? And so basically, you know, my whole goal is written, you know what I mean? how I'll spend my life, where I'm living at most of the time, how much property I have, right? Uh, uh, what am I doing? In, what am I doing in the world? What am I doing in the community? Blah, blah, blah. And I read this. See, look how ragged it is. I read it all the time. See? Oh, my God. That's amazing. That's so inspiring. And so I read all the time. So I'll give you an example. Like, this is my value in life, right? Um, my value is, is uh, contrib uh, abundance, contribution, freedom, joy, simplicity, creativity, growth, and balance. And mm. if I do anything that doesn't align with those values, then I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm gonna get involved. Mm. And so to answer your question, bro, I'm at a point in my life now that once I pay off all my property, I'm gonna have probably $250,000, $300,000 a month in positive cash flow. So I have plenty of money. So it ain't like I need to, you know, to go get a thousand door to get a, you know, a million dollars a month in rent. You know what? I'm gonna be dead by the time that happened, you know what I mean? And my kid don't, my kid's not gonna need all that money to live. And you know, I already done my share of work, so I don't need to give, you know, you know, a you know, a billion dollars of charity. I can give 500 million dollars charity, I'm, I'm still good. But I'm not gonna break my back. So my goal right now is in the next 10 years, I look at my portfolio and I look and I rank them the best to the last best. And I look every year and I look and I go, which property. I think that's okay at the bottom 
then I will sell that and I'll 1031 it into better properties. Mm -hmm. Sell out one property and get maybe 10, 20, 30 door that give me better equity, better cash flow. I trade those. The rest of the property I think is good that I keep them, right? And then I'm on the, what I call the payoff stage. Because in investing, there's two phases. One is called accumulation and then phase two is called payoff. So I already got my accumulation. Now I'm gonna still accumulate, right? I trade up for better stuff, but I also look for, I always find good deals. I'm always gonna buy them, right? But my main energy right now for the next 10 years, by the time I'm 60, which is this letter, is to pay down those property that I actually um, uh, have that I'm gonna keep. Someone say, someone can say to me, well, man, why would you wanna actually pay them down? You can leverage them and you know, you get more property. Everybody's different. By the time I'm 60, I don't wanna have a loan on my head. I don't wanna have the gun to back on my head at 60 years old with a hundred million dollar note. Why? Why do I want that? Mm -hmm. I wanna be at 60 years old, you know, with $500 million in net worth, you know, $200,000 a month of cash flow, sitting on the beach and do a deal whenever I feel like doing a deal. That's called peace of mind. Mm. That's called success. You just yeah. drop the, the mic. Drop the mic, Tash. Drop the mic, Tash. Certified gem dropper. Look, yes. man, I know we're running short on time. I know you got other things that you need to do today. Look, I can't wait to come to Seattle. We yeah, may have man. to come to Seattle sooner than later, man, because you're dropping so many gems, and I know when we face-to-face, -face, I mean, that energy is going to be even more better. So I'm looking forward to this, man, this conversation um, live in Seattle coming soon. I'm going to tell you all right now, you coming to Seattle... Oh, yeah. You're going to come back, man. Your brain's going to be like leaking out of your ear, out of your eyeballs. <laughs> you know what I mean? We had to call a surgeon kind of rewire your brain. You know? so That's what we need, though. Yeah. Word. So before we let you go, we need you to drop one more last gem for our audience. Yep. Anything you wanted to be about real estate investing, being a licensed a professional, whatever you want to give, your last gem, Tatch. When I came from Vietnam with my family of eight, we came here with $100 and one suitcase. We lived in the homeless shelter for a few months. Then we lived with a sponsor. Mm. And then, that was 1975. In 1977, my dad rented a house. And my dad's number one goal, you guys, was to achieve the American dream of own ownership. Which is basically, he bought his first rental property, basically, in 1979. That was my dad's number one goal is to actually own the American dream. Today, I'm inspired today to inspire and empower beings of people to basically own the American dream, have ownership. Mm -hmm. Because the best that you can do, the best legacy you can leave for your family is ownership. So if there's anything I want you to take away from my talk today, Okay, ownership to me, to me, what it means is own your real estate, own your house, own your investment property, own your cash flow, own your time, own your activity, own your air, own your well-being, own your uh, result. But the most important thing, own your responsibility. Mm. So when you take responsibility for yourself, you can actually own anything around you. So my takeaway for all you guys, right? I want you guys to take away is this. It's about owning it. Own real estate, own your life, own your action, own your responsibility. Because when you can own it, folks, 
anything is possible. That's ownership, baby. Man, I love that. Tax. Oh, tell, tell them how to find you, brother. You guys can find me basically on Instagram. My name, Thatch Win. You guys see it at the bottom there. Or TikTok, Thatch Win. Or Facebook. It's all the same thing. That's man. it. Love man. it. Man, thank you for your time today. We really appreciate it, man. Certified gym dropper. Oh, yes. Look, Keanu. It wasn't, it wasn't just about real estate. He nah. just gave us life advice. Life principles. It's like life principles of life to live by. And I just love it. Like, you have given us so much fresh. It's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, nah, nah. I'm inspired. Yeah, I'm not even going to hold you up. Me too. I don't get inspired by a lot of people. Yeah. But you definitely inspired me with this conversation today. And we definitely appreciate you. And we're definitely coming to Seattle. Oh, I got to come to we, Seattle. We have to come to Seattle to check you out live and in person, brother. I look forward to it, I look forward to you guys. I look forward to it. All right, y'all. So, look, tap in with what I got attached. This is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And my name is Kiana Watson, broker extraordinaire, license number 317576. Thank you for tuning in to another incredible episode of the Rants and Gems show. Peace. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.